the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. The Michigan High School Athletic Association and WTVB Sports present continuing coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs. Hand off to Terrence Morgan Jr. Is he in? The Chargers say he is. And now it's official. Touchdown Union City. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with an Jones, CNO Insurance, CEM Supply, Culey's Jewelry, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, SKWood PC, Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery, KB Mechanical, Matt Hale at Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Ottawa Gas Company, ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. And cool greetings from Thompson Field in Hudson, historic Thompson Field. They've been playing football here since the 20s, the 1920s. WTVB and the Michigan High School Athletic Association welcoming you to our continuing coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs. And tonight, we're bringing you a Division 7 pre-district game between the Union City Chargers and the Hudson Tigers. Our coverage also brought to you by Act Moody Farms and by All Things Serenity Yoga and Event Center. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coach Mike Murphy. The last time we were here 11 years ago, the press box here at Thompson Field was uh, wooden, not very high, a little rickety in spots, and we had to sit in recycled school bus benches. Last year, they opened this beautiful brand-new uh, press box, which is befitting one of the most honored programs in small school football. Absolutely. The 72-game uh, win streak through the 70s under Coach Tom Saylor has that uh, cold water connection with Tom's Donuts. We met him earlier tonight down below. Um, yeah, just an amazing tradition. The Hudson Tigers. Um, did you see his record, career record here, Sean? I think it was like 97-5. and five. I, I, I actually took that picture. Uh, they got his plaque down on the uh, lower level near the concession stand. They've got also got a plaque honoring Chris Luma, who coached the Tigers to their very first state championship back in 2010. Of course, his successor, Dan Rogers, coached the Hudson Tigers to a Division Eight title just last year. They, he sure did. They moved up to uh, Division Seven this year by just a few students. But the Union City Chargers, who we're following tonight, they're here to make some noise. They've had a tremendous season, and they want to carry that momentum into uh, this one here tonight at Hudson. We'll take this two-minute break, bring you a game-time temperature check, and preview tonight's matchup between the Tigers and the Chargers, their first meeting in 11 years. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. 
Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot. And we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owner's agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lyons, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action, but why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Sean Watson, Mike Murphy back here at Thompson Field in Hudson. Justin Lockshire back at the WTVB studios in Coldwater producing and engineering tonight's broadcast. So what are your impressions of this facility, Thompson Field? As we mentioned at the start, they've been playing here since the 1920s. The field is about 100 years old. They rededicated it in 1955 uh, where the field was moved to its current location. And then they re-rededicated Thompson Field just last year with this brand new press box. Yeah, and it's a couple blocks from the high school. Kind of reminds you of that setup down at Reading. And uh, a natural grass field showing a little uh, wear as it gets to this time of the season. Plenty of grass coverage. But, uh, you know, just uh, kind of more uh, hints of light green and brown. But uh, the big block H at the 50-yard line, really nice press box facility, new scoreboard since you were here last, Sean. And, and uh, no track around the playing surface. Yeah, right, right. Really nice new bleachers on both sides. You know, we see a, a good Union City contingent across the way. So, yeah, it's going to be... It, you know, some these places that have such a great tradition, you, you know, it's just a, just a fun thing to take part in that. 
The last time we were here was 11 years ago in 2011, a Division 7 district final. Uh, Chris Luma, the previous year, had coached Hudson to a Division 7 state championship. Uh, Eric Tundervold, the Union City head coach at the time, was in his final year of coaching, and boy, that was a close game that uh, Union City lost by a final score of 22-14. to uh, we had named Chris Mayer McDonald's player of the game that night. There's a blast from the past. Yeah, and uh, one of our Hudson uh, people, as we met coming up to the press box, he said, I can remember that 90-yard run, I think it was, that Chris May had. And, um, so, yeah, there was, uh, there was definitely uh, some tradition there. Union City, of course, glad to be back. We followed them last year in their playoff run. That opening uh, home victory they got and then facing Lawton in the uh, next game. Lawton making it all the way to the state championship game last year. Yeah, just uh, they had one of those kind of seasons. And Union City, uh, they're a mix of veterans and youth. Uh, they're maybe a, a little year early for maybe what they would have thought with some of the uh, uh, their skill players, sophomores and juniors, but their line play. Uh, are pretty much predominated by seniors, and, and boy, that's that's certainly going to be a key tonight. They come into tonight's game 7-2 and two overall. Of course, they ran the table in the Big 8 going 6-0. and oh. Their two losses at the very beginning of the season by six points out at Centerville, and Centerville's in the playoffs this year. And just this past Saturday, they lost to Napoleon in the Big 8 Cascades crossover championship game. 15-0 was the first time that the Chargers were shut out this season. Napoleon outgained Union City 288 yards to 184. Uh, the rushing was fine for the Chargers. They had 33 carries for 158 yards compared to 141 yards on 34 carries for the Pirates. But uh, the Pirate defense held uh, quarterback Elijah Payne and uh, in a... Uh, trick gadget play Rick Austin who will combine three of nine passing for 26 yards and an interception while a Napoleon quarterback nine of 15 for 147 yards and a TD. Yeah you know you got to give credit to the defense for the Chargers last week did a nice job and they moved the ball somewhat rushing wise just could not when they got into the uh, red zone area just couldn't make it count. But you know, Sean, I think their season was really made uh, about in that stretch where they beat Jonesville six to nothing, reading 18-16, Homer by six points. And in most of those games, they were behind. And, uh, and those were uh, three of the other contenders for the Big Eight title, if, as you recall. Right, and uh, you know, they, they came from behind, made clutch plays when they needed to late in the game, and that's what really kind of springboard their season. In Saturday's game, Riley Laird had 20 carries for 129 yards. He also had a 13-yard reception. Owen Jackson, five carries for 14 yards. Dylan McDonald, seven carries for 12 yards. Elijah Payne, the sophomore quarterback, three of eight for 26 yards, no touchdowns. He was not picked. Garrett Holder also had a nine-yard catch, and Jeremy Zare, excuse me. Uh, he, uh, Jeremy Zare had a four-yard reception. Defensively, Colton Russell with 14 tackles. Owen Jackson with 10. Aiden Decker with seven. So 
As far as the offense, uh, the offense, Riley Laird was the offense uh, seemingly last week because he had uh, the bulk of the 158 yards of rushing offense for the Chargers. Again, he finished with 129. And he leads the team with 774 yards on 115 carries and 11 touchdowns. He also has six catches for 68 yards and a score. Riley Laird is a junior. Boy, they are, and most of Union City's skill players are underclassmen, but uh, again, they're good-sized offensive line that goes both ways, both offense and defense, are seniors, and that's the strength of uh, the Union City program. When Coach Counterman talks about Union City football, uh, that's what he's talking, you know, that to um, beat that uh, the opposition on the ground and very much like the Hudson team. Some of the other leaders for the Chargers, Dylan McDonald, second leading rusher, 73 carries for 391 yards and four touchdowns. Owen Jackson, 56 carries for 220 yards, three touchdowns. Landon Krantz, 33 carries for 147 yards and two scores. Sophomore quarterback, Elijah Payne, 54 out of 116 passing for 989 yards, 11 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Rick Austin, the leading receiver, 16 catches for 493 yards and six touchdowns. Once in a while, he'll get inserted to throw a a pass. Uh, He's one of two for 41 yards, uh, had that one pick last week. Second leading receiver, Jeremy Zare, 23 catches for 351 yards and two touchdowns. Defensively, Colton Russell with 83 tackles to lead the team. Owen Jackson with 62. Luke Watson with 38. And Grady Obe with 36. Grady Obe. That name sounds familiar when we were following the Chargers. Yes, it was his brother, Garrett O, that was the leading rusher in last year's team. Yeah, and uh, just an outstanding lineman, Grady Obe is 5'6", 240-pound senior. He kind of anchors those lines on both sides of the ball, and uh, we'll be looking for his contribution tonight. Both these teams really like to run the ball and uh, create opportunities for the pass off of it. I noticed that uh, with the Chargers, there's uh, more balance for uh, passing and running the ball than uh, we've seen in the past several years. Yeah, that's true, and and that's what Coach Counterman uh, mentioned about Hudson, too, that maybe they put the ball in the air a little more than they have in the past as well. Hudson, of course, we mentioned they are coming off of a Division Eight state championship last year going 14-0. They had beaten Beale City 14-7 in the DA title game last year. This year, to follow that up, 8-1 overall. They finished in second place in the LCAA. They were 8-0 heading into the Week 9 showdown here at Thompson Field against Clinton. The Red Wolves were also 8-0. It was a tremendous game won by Clinton, 32-26, and that snapped a 22-game win streak for the Hudson Tigers, which, of course, included that perfect 14-0 season last year. Yeah, and that was a come-from-behind win by Clinton on this field here at Hudson. Um, you know, just another thing, too, Sean, this, we're checking out the decorations up here and, and kind of the uh, teams of honor. 19 Hudson teams have had undefeated seasons. And so, you know, the, the tradition here is just pretty incredible. Of course, the most recent one was uh, last year. Did they make room for that on on the wall up here in the press box yet? I believe so. I believe they did. 
uh, boy, just, uh, but hey, Union City is, is uh, right here to prove that they belong tonight. We're gonna see how it comes in about 15 minutes. Some of the leaders from last week's game for Hudson, Easton Strotman had 13 carries for 79 yards and a rushing touchdown. He also had a 24-yard reception. Brendan Akers, 15 carries for 50 yards. Anthony Arredondo, the quarterback, 10 of 12 passing for 171 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. Ambrose Horwath had eight catches for 120 yards and three scores. Brennan Marshall added a 27-yard reception. This was a game where total offense was really close, 299 yards for the Tigers, 315 yards for Clinton. The Red Wolves had the edge in rushing yards, 262 to 128, but it was through the air where uh, Clinton shined. Uh, Aaron Dondo, we mentioned 10 of 12 for 171 yards. The Clinton quarterback, just three of four for 53 yards. Yeah, Clinton uh, threw the ball successfully, and that maybe was the difference, and also extra points were the big difference. Defensively, Jacob Pickford had 12 tackles. Easton Strotman had 11. Austin Mary had 11. Anthony Arandondo had nine. So here are your leaders for the Hudson Tigers and third-year head coach Dan Rogers. Easton Strotman, 134 carries, 949 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Brendan Akers, 145 carries, 805 yards, nine touchdowns. Beckett McCaskey, 39 carries, 347 yards, six touchdowns. The quarterback, Anthony Arandondo, 48 of 67 passing, 945 yards, 13 touchdowns, has only been picked off twice. Ambrose Horwath, 34 catches for 647 yards and eight touchdowns. Cannon Mary, three catches for 126 yards and two scores. Easton Strodman leading the defense with 70 tackles. Austin Mary with 66. Jacob Pickford with 56. And Trayton Colley with 45 tackles. So as, as we described, both Union City and Hudson are loaded. Yeah, they are. They're uh, certainly pointing for the playoffs at certainly all uh, year long. But, you know, mentioning that Clinton game, Clinton made all four of their two-point conversions off their four touchdowns where Hudson was just one of four. So that that was a, a significant difference last week in that game here at Hudson. It almost sounds like a game that uh, we encountered earlier in the season when Hastings beat Lumen Christie for 24-21 where uh, Hastings were three for three on two-point conversions and Lumen Christie didn't attempt a two-point conversion. Yep, saw the Union City uh, kicker practicing the extra points it looked like that was Landon Krantz a junior and they were working out and hitting those uh, so he looked pretty good from uh, oh in the 30 yard range at least look See. at that moon over there Sean or we get a little slice of moon up there in the sky it's yep. gonna be a beautiful night for football yep yep I, I, I see that right there we'll take this two-minute break and bring you the comments of Union City head coach Doug Counterman as you were listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Coldwater Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! 
Mylan's keeping secret. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylan. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylan. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop Advantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Coldwater, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage One RV and auto brokers first. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's great to have neighbors you can trust. You can count on. In good times and in bad, the attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kaywood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. At Moody Farms of Union City grows processing tomatoes for red gold. They also raise club lambs and calves, and they are known for having quality animals that bring home awards. Like to have a winner next year? Contact At Moody Farms at 419-969-9236, online at acmoodyfarms.com, or check out their Facebook page. We're back here at Thompson Field in Hudson, Sean Watson and Mike Murphy here as we're getting ready for this Division 7 pre-district football game between Hudson and Union City. We are about 10 minutes away from the opening kickoff. Last night, our Jim Measle was able to talk with Union City head football coach Doug Counterman on the coach's corner. The Chargers wind up 7-2 for the regular season. And uh, congratulations, Doug, on a Big A Conference championship. It's been a Special year for uh, Union City football, hasn't it? Yeah, we've had a great season. Uh, Blast seniors playing hard, underclassmen stepping up and making big plays for us. Uh, it's been a great year. been fun to coach these kids. They love to play football. So what's the message uh, this week for the team as you head into Friday's playoff game against Hudson? We have to play Union City football. Uh, they're a really good football team. They're defending state champs. Um, they went 8-1 and one on the season. They're beatable. Uh, they lost last week to Clinton. Uh, we have to play good football. We have to play clean football. No penalties, no turnovers. We have to play UNC football and should come out on top if we do those things. The Hudson Tigers, a perennial power. You mentioned, Doug, they're coming off a state championship, and their outstanding tradition goes all the way back, I guess, to the 1970s when that uh, team in the mid-'70s set a national record for uh, 72 straight wins. What about this uh, Hudson team? What do they do really well? They get to the ball really quick. Uh, they change formations. They move around. They throw the ball better than I've seen them throw in the past. Uh, they have a receiver that's really good. Uh, they like to run power football. Big and strong, and they stay low. Their strength is our strength, though. Our offensive and defensive line, 
is the same strength as theirs. Uh, so it's going to be a good battle on Friday night. Those were the thoughts of Union City head football coach Doug Counterman on yesterday's Coach's Corner. The winner of this game could potentially face a daunting task next week. On the other side of this uh, district bracket, you got the Homer Trojans from the uh, Big 8. Of course, your Homer Trojans finishing second in the Big 8. They're going to be taking on the Titans of Jackson Lumen Christie, a team that, of course, we have seen uh, over the years. Uh, Of course, they'll be leaving the Interstate 8 after this year. Yes, uh, joining the Catholic League, but boy, this is this is really a stacked uh, uh, playoff foursome right here, no doubt about it. And uh, a couple of state powers and a couple other teams that are having great seasons. So, yeah, a lot of good competition right here. While we were in commercial break, they had the coin toss. Union City won and deferred to the second half, so they will be kicking off to Hudson to start off, start off the game. We're hearing the starting lineup for the Tigers. Number 13, Kevin Murray. Number 20, Logan Ryan. Number 26, Brennan Marshall. Warrior number 30, Brennan Akers. Number 52, Logan Sallows. Number 54, Aiden Barrett. Number 60, Ty Morgan. Number 68, Calix Campbell. And number 72, Aiden Roskowski. The head coach of the Tigers, Dan Rogers. Well, there's your starting lineup for the Hudson Tigers on offense. They will face a Union City defense that has Tyler Wagley and Jacob Fosmore as the defensive ends. Grady Oben, Phoenix Elkins, defensive tackles. Average weight across for that front four of 224. Four linebackers, Aiden Decker, Luke Watson, Ryan Zwang, and Owen Jackson. And in the secondary, Rick Austin, Colton Russell, and Riley Laird. Yeah, Union City running a 4-4, and uh, just they've been very successful, obviously, with their defense this year, both these teams. You know, Sean, I think maybe one of the things that we'll watch for tonight will be who can come up with a big play. You know, both teams like to grind the ball, no doubt about that, but uh, not sure how many long sustained drives there will be, but big plays where both teams are able to uh, to pull that off either through the air or on the ground will probably play a, a big part tonight. The Hudson Tigers are making their way through the home side bleachers here at Thompson Field, and they're about to pass right underneath us. <laughs> Coming right up through the bleachers. They're going behind the press box and come out the other side. Yeah. We'll take this two-minute break and be back with more pregame coverage from here at Thompson Field. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. (laughs) 
back to whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros that serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261. Serve Pro Cleaning, Restoration, Construction, independently owned and operated. Give Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. When El Cerrito says that they serve authentic Mexican food and drinks, they mean freshly diced vegetables and herbs, the best meats cooked fresh on the grill, an endless bowl of crispy chips and fresh-made salsa, and top it off with the best blender or over-ice margaritas in your choice of flavors. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner or get it to go, including the margarita. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. Friday nights at the game can feel like a heat wave or winter's worst, so be prepared either way. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey with Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. We carry logo t-shirts and shorts for the warm nights and insulated scarves, hats, and coats for the cold nights. We're a one-stop shop for school spirit wear, promotional items, and banners. Call Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 278-8101 or stop in at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. The Voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. All Things Serenity Yoga and Event Center wishes the Union City Charger football team coaches and community a spectacular playoff game tonight. Think of ATS for your next classy event, party, wedding, or shower. If you find yourself in need of a certified holistic whole body health coach, high bodywork specialist or yoga therapy, contact Paula DeYoung. Join any of the variety of yoga classes offered at the studio from beginner stretch to aerial or hot power. Game time temperature here at Thompson Field, uh, 56 degrees, partly cloudy skies. What's the temperature like in your home? If you're not comfortable, call KB Mechanical in Quincy. Their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service at 639 8046. Well, Sean, the uh, Union City team has been lined up at their goal line at the far west end for about six or seven minutes i think they were under the assumption it was going to be the uh, anthem at that time in the meantime hudson has been parading around and playing thunderstruck and uh, uh it's like a wwe uh, start here to the game but uh, i think we're finally re getting ready now for the anthem the hudson band coming across Marching band from Hudson High School have made their way onto the Thompson Field turf. Union City Chargers are wearing their road white jerseys with white pants, maroon numerals, solid maroon helmets. The Hudson Tigers are wearing their home black jerseys, black pants, orange numerals with a white and black outline and a paw print on either side of the helmet. We're going to keep it here and 
Listen into the Hudson High School Marching Band and our national anthem. Please remove your hats. Active and retired military, we encourage you to render the appropriate salute. And everyone able, please stand in attention, placing your hand over your heart as we proudly sing our national anthem. Uh, tonight, our thanks to the Hannon Calvin Post 180 for the American Legion Color Guard. And now, the national anthem played by the Hudson Tiger Marching Band. High School Tiger Marching Band with our national anthem. Uh, I noticed that every once in a while someone strikes a gong here at Thompson Field. <laughs> yeah, we've heard that a few times. Well, so, they've got a big uh, banner for the Hudson Tigers. Looks like they're going to be waiting for the team to run through it here through a funnel of cheerleaders. And I counted... Uh, about uh, 18 or so cheerleaders on the roster. There were a bunch. We even have a baton twirler out there with the band. Haven't seen that in a few years. And here come the Hudson Tigers officially through the banner at around the 20, 25 yard line. Getting ready to get this game underway from here at Thompson Field. So glad you're with us on this Friday night from Hudson, the MHSAA Division 7 football pre-district contest. Game time temperature right now here at Thompson Field, 51 degrees, partly cloudy skies as the sun is continuing to set to our, rest, to our west, to our right, as the Chargers officially take the field. Yeah, they came through their cheerleaders and a uh, banner. What's the temperature like in your home? If you're not comfortable, call KB Mechanical in Quincy. Uh, their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service, 639 8046. We also remind you that the broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WTVB. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and Midwest Communications Incorporated. Hunter Gillies putting the ball down on the kicking tee at the West 40. This is one of the few east-west fields that we have encountered uh, this year. Hudson uh, moving from left to right, from east to west, and Union City from right to left. 
Absolutely uh, no win tonight as well. It's a squib kick. It's going to take a couple of hops. Picked up at the 26-yard line. There is a bit of a seam as the ball is returned to the 43-yard line. And that's Hunter Gillies with the stop. So good field position for the Tigers to start out at their own 43. Beckett McCaskey had the return. Looks like a 44. They'll put it down at. Let's see if Union City can have a good start to this game defensively. We've seen, Sean, in the predictions, we've seen in the papers that uh, Hudson, the favorite team tonight, would certainly be a great start for Union if they can defensively get out there. Out of the shotgun handoff goes to Brennan Akers, running the sweep left side. He gets up to about the 47. That's a real nice job by the Chargers, spreading that uh, sweep out. Colton Russell, 5'10", senior, with the stop. A gain of three, second and seven. We're just underway from here at Thompson Field in Hudson. Quickly getting to the ball, quickly starting the play. A run up to the 50. About a gain of two there, so. That was Akers again. It's gonna set up a third and four. Just into Charger territory, across the 50. I gave him three. Very interesting, this uh, offensive formation. Oh, a loss on the play. Good job by the Chargers shooting the gap. Boy, that defensive line, a really nice start to the game. It's a loss of about three yards. Hudson looking to the sideline for the play. It looks like they're gonna send in the punt team now. We've got four new Tigers onto the field. Union City doing the same, getting their punt return team out. Looks like they are sending Landon Krantz and uh, also maybe Jeremiah Zare. It's a high punt, it's a short punt. A fair catch at around the 20. Good job with the fair catch, Landon Krantz. So Union, a really impressive job, three and out. Now so they're gonna take over. Led by quarterback Elijah Payne with running backs Riley Laird and Owen Jackson. Wide receivers Rick Austin and Jeremiah Zare. Tight end Garrett Halder. And an offensive line Phoenix Elkins, Tyler Wagley, Hunter Gillies at center, Jacob Fosmore, and Grady O. 229 across that old line. 228 when you add in the tight end. And a five on first down. Riley Laird looked like he was bottled up at the line of scrimmage, but he manages to score it through, get five, and bring up second and five. Yeah, follows that right side of the offensive line for Union. That's a Grady Obit tackle, Jacob Fosmore at the guard spot. Out of the shotgun. It's a handoff, left side. This time Hudson stayed home and only gave Riley Laird a couple. Union City has two 
players split out wide to the right. They've brought the one uh, charger in motion across the formation. That's who carried the ball that time. Third and three ball at the Charger 27. Two receivers to the right, one running back, and guess who gets it? Oh, it's going to be close to the 30. Riley Laird for the third straight carry, and he is right on the 30-yard line, about a half a yard short. Well, from oh, their well, they're own moving, 30. They're moving the chains, Murph. They're gonna looks like they're oh, gonna give them the first down. It looks like it, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the line to gain was at the 30, and he just got the 30. Yeah, our, our down marker was showing about the uh, half yard beyond that, but hey, it's, first down. It's a home chain crew. We've seen that at Coldwater for a number of years. And off. No gain for Riley Laird. Yeah, that time Laird, he lines up right next to the quarterback, Payne. That he's carried all four possessions so far. That time Hudson had that one smelled out. No gain. Second and 10, 8 12 and counting left to play first quarter. No score. Two receivers to the right. Neither team has put the ball in the air yet. Well, just as I say that. Pass has almost intercepted Rick Austin, the intended receiver at the 40 on the right side. It just went over him and again almost picked off by a Tiger. Yes. Eight oh one left to play in the first quarter. Clock stopped on the incompletion. See what the Chargers dial up here. Head coach Doug Counterman. Brother Jason Counterman on the staff. Of course, Jason coaches the wrestling team in the winter. Payne goes back to pass. Now he's flushed out of the pocket. Tosses the ball. It's caught at the 35, and the Tigers gang up on him. They'll give him a 34, so that'll bring up fourth and six, and the Chargers will have to punt. Yep, they, uh, Payne connected on the pass that time out to the right flat, but... Uh, Hudson was all over it, uh, minimal gain, but it's gonna set up fourth and six. 7.45 in the first period. Both teams have had one possession. Union City had a first down on theirs, but they're uh, ready to punt now. One receiver back deep at the Hudson 35. Here comes a snap. Oh, a kind of uh, looping snap, a rainbow snap. And ball's going to be caught on the run at the 35-yard line. Forced out of bounds past the midfield strike. Yep, Hudson will take over first and 10 just into Union City territory. Ball's going to be spotted at about the 47. If I heard that correctly, was that Irredondo that had the return? You know, I didn't catch that. Sean might have been. Okay, here we go. Let's see if Union City can match that first possession. First and 10 from the 48. Handoff goes right side to Easton Strodman. He gets up to the 44. Up number 53, Tyler Wagley with the stop. 
Picked up, uh, yep, four they give him. First carry of the night for the Tigers' leading rusher, Easton Strothman. He is a six-foot, 215-pound senior on second and six. Gets it again, and he'll give the Tigers close to first down yardage. As he stopped at the 38, they give him the first down. So he just got enough for the first, gave him six. That's Landon Krantz with that tackle, and uh, if he did not make that, that was going to go for a big game. Hudson is moving super, super quickly. Fake the handoff to Strodman. Yeah, since starting this possession, they sprint out from the huddle once they break the huddle and then are barely set for a second before they've run the play. We'll look and see if they uh, try to draw the Union City offside with a quick snap. It was a two-yard gain for Brennan Akers. This time, Strawman has the handoff, and he'll get up to the 30 for a gain of six. Okay, we got the uh, updated pronunciation. I guess it's Strodman. Okay. I'll file that away. He gets six and a third down. Come out of the huddle. They now snap the ball. Strowman gives Hudson a first down up to about the 27, 26-yard line. Yeah, Owen Jackson with the tackle that time. They're running off the right side just about uh, entirely on this series so far. They've picked up two first downs here. They're down to the Union 22-yard line. Or excuse me, 26. 27 That's what they're giving him. Trying to run the counter. Only a gain of two for Akers. Fake the handoff to Strodman. Just one yard there. Chargers digging in here. Hudson getting close to the red zone there at the 25. Under center, Strodman left side. Another short gain. Yeah, Landon Krantz in there on the stop. Also Colton Russell. First time they went off the left side for a while. It's like about a three-yard gain. Did you hear that? Lumen is leading Homer by one, seven to six. There's an important third and six play. It's a run right side. Strobin past the 20. Down to the 16. This is the initial spot. They'll actually put the ball at the 17 and bring up fourth and one. Yeah, Landon Krantz with a nice stop there. Let's see what the Chargers do here for defensively on fourth and one. Well, what they will do is call a timeout with 4.05 left to play in the first quarter. No score, but Hudson has cracked the red zone. I think that was a good timeout by Union City. Hudson, as we mentioned, sprinting out of the huddle and not sure if the Chargers were quite ready for that one. So timeout, 4.05 to go first quarter. No score. Hudson has had two first downs on this drive. It started at the uh, Union City 47-yard line. 
Keep up with everything MHSAA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Kind of early to say this is a play of the game uh, for the Union City Chargers. 4.05 left to play in the first quarter, but uh, it would be huge if the Chargers could get the stop and take over. Absolutely. Otherwise, Hudson has some momentum here on this second possession they've had of the game. Quickly out of the huddle. Quarterback under center. And they're going to get the first down. Just two yards needed for Strodeman. He didn't get much, but it was enough. He only needed about a, a short yard and picked up just a little more than that. Correction, it was uh, Brennan Akers that had the carry. And something else I do want to point out, it's uh, Cannon Murray in at quarterback. Handoff goes to Akers. Another short gain. Owen Jackson yet again on the stop. A gain of one that'll bring up second and second and nine. Handoff goes to Strodeman, and he gets up to the 10 for a gain of four. Yeah, Owen Jackson on the stop, the linebacker. Of course, we'll name a McDonald's player of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants, and uh, Owen Jackson is uh, kind of asserting himself defensively. He's done a nice job. Also, Landon Krantz back there in that uh, defense as well. Third and six from the Charger 10. Handoff goes to Strowman, running left side, breaking free down to the three. A gain of seven, first and goal. Yeah, Hudson's taking advantage of this short field here on this second possession. This possession started at what, the 49, 48? Yeah, yep, and they've moved about 45 yards. They're down to the Charger three here now. First and goal. Handoff went right side, close the goal line. Brennan Akers is about a yard short. Hudson has not put the ball up in the air yet. Nope, nope, they've uh, kept it on the ground. They've kept it in pretty much off tackle uh, to the right side for the most part, coming over to the left occasionally. Not really any counter plays, just kind of following straight ahead football. And off goes to Russell, and he's in for the touchdown. Brennan Akers, a one-yard touchdown run, and Hudson finally gets on the board. So with a minute 59 to go in the first quarter, second possession, Hudson travels 47 yards for the score here on that drive. Cannon Murray coming back with the play. Tigers are going to go for two. And looks like they got it. 
so with a minute 59 left to play in the first quarter, Hudson strikes first, 8-0. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hala talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house, increase clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility, and we can design zero-entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hale at Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHaleAtHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 8-0 Hudson with the early lead over Union City in this Division 7 football pre-district contest. Just under two minutes left to play in the first quarter. Got a score on the uh, homer, Lumen Christi. Uh, Lumen Christi returned a punt for a touchdown. They're up 14-7. Hudson was going for an onside kick. It was down by Jeremiah Zare, who was on the front line of the return team. And they'll have a uh, good field position, the Chargers will. They will start at their own 49. Yeah, good heads up by Union City there covering that one. Oh, there you go. Clinton over Ida, 8 to nothing. Of course, uh, Clinton beat Hudson here last week to claim the Lenawee County Athletic Association Championship. Here, first and 10, handoff sweep. Left or right, uh, going to Jeremiah Zare and... Yeah, he's coming from that left split end spot across the formation. They hand it to him. Hudson spreads it out well. He picks up about two yards. Second and eight. Ball's on the other 49-yard line. A minute 30 left to play in the first quarter. Payne under center. They run the counter. The handoff went to number two. Oh, they gave it to Riley Laird. I saw two, but it was, in fact, 21 Laird. Yeah, that time they, the fake to Zare coming across the formation, and then, as you mentioned, coming the opposite way to Laird, but, again, just a minimal gain, if any. It's going to set up third and eight. They put tenths of a seconds up here on the Thompson Field scoreboard. 48 seconds and counting left to play in the third quarter. Big third and eight play coming up for Union City. Make the handoff. Payne going back to pass. He's flushed out of the pocket, and down he goes at the 40. Boy, nice defensive play by one of the Tigers. Logan Salos credited with the sack. Well, the Chargers are unable to take advantage of the good field position. Ball's back at the 41. Yeah, I thought Payne was going to be able to escape that uh, linebacker, but uh, just couldn't get out of the clutches. Big loss there on the play. A short punt, bounces at the 39, and it took a Tiger bounce. Takes a Charger bounce back to the 40 as it rolls out of bounds. Two-tenths of a second left to play in the first quarter. So Hudson will take over. This is their third possession of the game. Chargers had a three and out to start the game. 
Hudson had that 47-yard drive all on the ground to uh, score and take that 8-0 lead. Chargers now defensively. Quarterback goes under center as the horn sounds. Easton Strodman about a gain of one as we end the first quarter with our score. Hudson 8, Union City nothing in this MHSAA Division 7 football pre-district game. Second quarter in a minute, you're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Meyer has just bought the need for Halloween. I'll get you a three-pound bag of Michigan-grown apples for 99 cents. Ah, buy one, get one, 50% off Halloween cosmetics. And 20% off kids' Halloween costumes. I want to sink my teeth into Jack's frozen pizza. Three for ten dollars. Mom, Dad, can we get our groceries now? (laughs) Discover something spooky and get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Second and nine as we start the second quarter for the Hudson Tigers. First pass attempt by Anthony Arredondo, and it's caught at the 46. Yep, then that's uh, Colton Russell with the tackle. It was along the far sideline. First pass of the night by the Tigers. They said Brennan Russell had the catch, actually. Oh, you know what? They're bringing it back. Must have said he... uh, I see a flag there. It was tossed at the uh, flags. Looks like it's the 24. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is, but... Apparently, he didn't make the, uh, the grab over on the sideline. Uh, so it remains third and long. Now Mary in at quarterback, and he gets tackled after about a gain of four. Yep, nice job here by the pursuit of the Chargers. Aiden Decker, sophomore, with that stop. It's going to set up a fourth and five. Both teams sending their punt groups out. So good job by the Charger defense there. 11.20 to go in the first half. 8-0 Hudson. Two players back deep for the Chargers. Hunter standing at his 30. It's a good snap. A rush is put on. Fair catch is being called for the ball. Kind of knuckleballed at the 28, rolled a little bit more, and finally rolled out at the 23. So no return for the Chargers. Yeah, I was seeing the Hudson punter in pregame really hit some booming shots. That one, he got off the side of the ball. and So Union will have Union City first and 10 at their own 23-yard line. So who is that uh, punting then for Hudson? So I can mark it down on my little uh, note. Yeah, I didn't catch the number. Didn't uh, 
didn't file that away from pregame, but uh, he had he was really sending some nice high punts. Payne out of the shotgun. The handoff goes to Owen Jackson. I believe that's his first carry of the game, and he gets about, uh, what, three? Yeah, it looks like two or three, and it'll set up <clears throat> second down. That's an amazing variable uh, spot. They're going to give them two, second and eight. Chargers have a man out wide right, otherwise they're getting a wing, wing tee. Chargers run the counter, and... The Tigers weren't fooled. It was a keeper by, uh, it was a handoff to Riley Laird, and he only got one. So unofficially, I've got six carries, 11 yards for Riley Laird. Uh, For Hudson, nine carries, 37 yards for Easton Strodeman. Yeah, yards on the ground have been hard to come by for Union City the last couple of possessions. Brennan Akers, nine carries, 12 yards, and the game's only score. Now Payne going back to pass, looking left side. Ball is caught at the 36-yard line. That's Rick Austin. Runs out of bounds past the 45. Flag comes out. I think this might... This would be the first flag tossed in the game tonight, right, Murph? Right, right. It was really a nice passing play across the middle. Uh, number 33 had a nice block, Owen Jackson, on one of the Tigers, and that's where the flag came about. It was not a – I didn't see that it was a bad block. There's an 18-yard – catch and run for Rick Austin. We'll see how much of this comes back. Elijah Payne put it right on him. Blind side block. I see the Union City coach onto the field asking for an explanation. That was kind of right in front of us on this near sideline, and I don't know. He must he must have said that he blocked him with uh, ball goes back to the 28 yard line, so it winds up being a net of one. Believe it or not, I thought it was a clean block from what I saw. It wasn't from behind. Third and seven, pass left side is almost, oh, it's juggled and intercepted at the 49. Return to the 40, return to the 35. Finally brought out of bounds, that was Ambrose Horwath. He almost had the pick six there for Hudson. He's forced out of bounds into two Charger territory. Yeah, the ball was deflected and then to one of the deeper backs for Hudson. He's bobbling it around and able to come up with it. That, that being Horwath. We have a flag uh, back on the return. Let's see what we got. Clock has stopped right now with 9.21 left to play in the first half from here at Thompson Field in Hudson. Tigers of Hudson leading Union City 8-0. I see Doug Counterman pointing. 
back into the backfield. Was that personal foul? Was that what it was? I think so. Personal foul on Union City. Mm. I see Coach Counterman pointing back to after the interception. Again, that was right in front of us, and that was that was a block in the back by Hudson on that return, and I think that's what Coach Counterman is asking about. Again, that was right in front of us here. We've got a great position here on the field. So Hudson will take over first and 10 from the Union City 18, looking to add to this 8-0 lead. There are no play clocks here at Hudson Field. Now the Tigers are huddling. Well, we don't have the striped shirts, Sean, and thankful for that. They break out of the huddle. Cannon Mary rolling it right to pass. Looking for the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown, Hudson. Boy, a really nice executed pass play. Quarterback rolling to his right. Had one-on-one -on -one coverage in the end zone and catching it just before the far sideline. So Hudson strikes quickly after that interception. They only needed the one play to put six more points up on the board. 14-0 Tigers. And, of course, they'll be going for two. Conversion run stopped shy of the goal line. Yeah, nicely done. Can't quite catch a number there. 64, Grady Ogue. Score remains 14-0 Tigers. 9-14 left in the half. Back in 30, you're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HassKwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 9-14 left to play in the first half. Hudson taking advantage of a tip ball that was intercepted. One play later after a penalty was added on. The Tigers strike gold once again. 18-yard reception, another squib kick taken at the 39-yard line by Aiden Decker, and he'll take a knee without really taking a knee. So Union City taking over, 9-12 to go in the half. See if they can uh, establish something offensively. Last couple possessions have been uh, three and out. They've had some tough sledding against that Hudson defense. Payne had a really nice pass play for a completion. Unfortunately, a penalty negated a lot of it. And then the second time was tipped in one of those unfortunate interceptions. So the Chargers start off by keeping it on the ground, handing off to Riley Laird. Four hard-earned yards there for Laird. Yep, going off that left side. That's 
Phoenix Elkins, Tyler Wagley over there. Tight end Garrett Halder. Chargers send out wide right Rick Austin in the slot. Jeremiah Zare. Fake handoff to Lair that wound up being a keeper by Payne, and he loses yardage. Yeah, it was actually a double handoff. He handed off to one of the Chargers going left, and then he hands it off to the wingman coming across. But Hudson had the line of scrimmage pretty well stuffed up. So it's going to set up third and six. 8.03 to go in the first half. See if the Chargers, see if Payne's going to put it in the air. Austin and Zier remain receivers deep on the right side. Payne finds Austin, who catches at the 48 and is immediately brought down. That is the Tiger 48. Nice job there, quarterback Payne, a 5'10", 160-pound sophomore. Ten-yard catch for Austin, first and 10 at the 48. Yeah, Rick Austin, a fellow sophomore. As we mentioned, the skill players for Union City, either sophomores or juniors. Seven and a half minutes left to play until halftime. Hudson currently shutting out Union City 14 to nothing. Not quite even sure who had the ball, but event, oh, there we go. Coming up with it was Riley Laird in what looked like a broken play. Boy, he made a nice cut up on the play. He's coming from his right halfback across to the left side. Hudson was stringing it out, but Laird made a nice cut up through a hole. And gained seven. Yeah, one of the better runs they've had here for some time. So it looked like he was bottled up at the line of scrimmage from up here. Laird gets the ball again. He gets to the 40. He gains two and will bring up third and short. Yep, it's going to set up third and one. Right at the 40-yard line. Clock running, 6.25 to go in the first half. Number 33, Owen Jackson, hustling over to Coach Counterman to get the play, now back in the huddle. Riley Laird this time is going to split far left. Direct snap went to Owen Jackson, and he gives Union City the first down. Good call by the Chargers there. Picked up about three or four yards. We'll give him three and, more importantly, the first down. So it's going to set up at the 37-yard line of Hudson. Boy, what a feather in the cap for the Chargers if they could score on this drive. Put together a couple first downs. Payne out of the shotgun, hands off to Riley Laird, running left side. Breaks free from several Hudson Tigers as he gets up to about the 33. Boy, that was all Laird coming across that left side. Hudson had him in the backfield. It could have been a tackle for loss, and he broke a couple of tackles. 
to pick up four yards. Unofficially, I've got 10 carries, 27 yards for Laird. They've been hard-earned. Second and six. Man sent in motion is there. Payne going back to pass. Oh, Looking deep. for Austin. He catches. He's, He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Union City. Beautiful pass play. Elijah Payne laid that thing out. He had one-on-one -on -one coverage. Just an outstanding job. Number five, Rick Austin. What'd they give that, 33 yards, Sean? Thir 33 left? yards yeah. to the house. And now it looks like uh, Jeremiah Zier will attempt the extra point. Landon Kranz is the holder. It's a low snap. Kick is good. It didn't look like it had the distance. It looked like he might have hooked it wide right, but the PAT kick is good. Union City finally gets on the board with 457. Left in the first half, trailing Hudson 14-7. Back in 30, you're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Interested in knowing what your home's worth? Find out and list with your local real estate professionals at Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Carmen Case. Give me a call and I'll provide you a complete home evaluation so you get the most money when you sell. Or if you're looking for a new home, I'll make the process easy for you. Whether buying or selling, service and communication are my top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Well, if you thought the Union City Chargers were going to fold quickly to the pressure from the Hudson Tigers, uh, that last drive uh, showed that the Chargers still have a few tricks up in their stable. Yeah, Payne had a nice third down pass to Austin to pick up a first down. Laird had a couple of really nice runs. Short line drive kick by Gillies. Takes a couple hops. Picked up at the 18-yard line. And a very short gain as the return guy is brought down at the 21. Yeah, that was number 14, Luke Watson, with an outstanding tackle there. No relation as far as I know. Yeah. Boy, just a beautiful 33-yard pass play. Pain to Austin. The... Uh, Sophomore is hooking up. I didn't think there was anybody in a orange and black uniform within 10 yards of Austin. Quarterback goes under center. It is Mary scrambling, taking off with the ball. Chargers are trying to strip the ball as he slips and lands at the 21, so... Winds up being no gain for Mary. Sixty-five is not in my roster, Murph. Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was fifty-six. I think um, Willie Dunn is what, or is it sixty-six? Is there a sixty-six? There yeah. is a sixty-six in Gavin Kelly. Semantics aside, Easton Strodman. Gains nothing and, in fact, may have lost a yard on second and ten. Ten carries now down to 36 yards unofficially for Strodman. Fifth 
55. I think it's 55 that played before that. Jacob Fosmore. Fosmore. Yep. Here we go on third and 11. Arredondo back in a quarterback. Looking right to pass. It is caught near the 27-yard line and returned past the 30 to the 32 for the first down. That's a nicely thrown ball, but it was so close, just over the fingertips of one of the chargers that was about five yards ahead of the receiver. Out a 12-yard reception for Ambrose Horwath. We're going to give him that touchdown uh, that they scored earlier, that uh, most recent touchdown. Hudson coming wide. And Brennan Akers with uh, about a gain of one. Yeah, Landon Krantz, really nice open field tackle. Hudson coming wide on that play. He only picked up a couple. They gave him one second and nine with 3.10 left to play in the first half. Now, don't forget, fans, the Chargers will get the ball to start the second half as they won the coin toss and deferred. Yeah, this is a big big challenge for the Charger defense. We're just under three minutes to go in the half now. Quarterback drops back to pass. It's Arredondo looking left side, looking for Horowath. He catches at the Chargers 34-yard line. Well, Rick Austin was with him stride for stride, and I thought Austin was going to have a chance to make a play on that, but uh, the Tiger receiver came up short. They call that uh, in the NFL a back shoulder throw. It was actually a little short, and one of the Tiger receivers came back for it and made the play. Arredondo to Horwath for 32 yards. Ball placed at the 35-yard line, first and 10. Hand off, uh, they fake the handoff. I thought Akers had it, it was a run to the right. Yeah, Owen Jackson with the stop, just minimal gain. Brennan Marshall had the carry. Tigers come in with a play. We're just over two minutes to go in the half. Chargers would love to keep the Tigers out of the end zone here. They're trailing 14-7. Going back to pass is Arendondo, looking for his a favorite receiver and finds Ambrose Horwath again. Runs out of bounds. Runs out of bounds at the 29-yard line. That'll bring up a third down and about five yards to go. Yeah, not, not a big pickup. They got about, what, three or four on that one. It's going to set up third and four. Right. Officials calling timeout here. Okay, setting the ball back a yard. So it still will be a four-yard reception by Horwath. Yep, at the 29-yard line of the Chargers. Didn't quite have the right spot, so got it corrected, and now they break the huddle. Minute 56 left to play until halftime. Whistle blows as K.J. Walker handed the ball off. Okay, Union City got a timeout before that play was run. Woo. And there is yep. a timeout. Second timeout of the first half. 
Chargers trail Hudson 14-7 here at Hudson Field in this Division 7 football pre-district contest. Act Moody Farms of Union City grows processing tomatoes for red gold. They also raise club lambs and calves, and they are known for having quality animals that bring home awards. Like to have a winner next year? Contact Act Moody Farms at 419-969-9236, online at actmoodyfarms.com, or check out their Facebook page. New for the 2022-23 school year is a totally redesigned MHSAA website. The address is the same, just go to mhsaa.com for all your news, scores, schedules, and more. The new site works great on mobile devices and makes tournament information even easier to find. Plus, get all of the feature stories and final recaps right on the front page. Check out the new MHSAA.com, a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Coming out of the Union City timeout, they have one left. Third and four play. Cannon Mary rolling right to pass, being flushed out of the pocket. He takes off. He runs close to the first down markers. He was sweeping right side. Yes, he had uh, Luke Watson in pursuit. Looks like they're going to give him, what, a couple yards short. Fourth and two. It's placed at about the 27-yard line of the Chargers. What a big fourth down play coming up. Fourth down and two yards to go. Anthony Arredondo comes back with the play. The Tigers break the huddle, and they will quickly run said play. Arredondo out of the shotgun. Two running backs next to him. Everybody making noise here at Thompson Field. It's a handoff left side. Easton Strodeman stopped at the 25. Based on where they spot the ball, it's going to be a... Yep, they gave him a down. first down by half a yard. Yep. Well, that they were using that opportunity. We wondered when that would show up. They come out quickly from the huddle and then tried to get the Chargers on a hard count. That didn't work, but they got the two yards they needed. First down, it's at the 25, minute 25 to go in the first half. Mary. Tossing left side, looking for Horwath. He catches in the end zone. Touchdown, Hudson. Now, now they're talking whether he juggled that or whether it, when he hit the ground, it's yes. It's incomplete. No catch. Wow. Wow. He, he caught the ball up high, but when he hit the ground, as soon as he got up, there was no ball. So the officials, good job on that. They converged the uh, official from the end zone along with the side judge, deciding that no, he did not come down with it. They must have been paying attention during that one uh, game for the lines where Calvin Johnson was deemed not to have a catch <laughs> when everybody else thought he did. Aaron Dondo. Touchdown, Hudson. Whoa. This time he finds... Logan Ryan is tied in. Yeah, that time wide open. The Tiger in the end zone. A missed assignment by the Charger defensive backfield. 
the one charger that was trailing the plays, looking back, wondering where, uh, if he was supposed to have help on that one because, uh, boy, he was 10, 10, 12 yards open on that one. 20 to seven Tigers, minute four left to play in the first half. Hudson going for two, Mary under center. And guess what? It's a keeper by Mary. 22 to seven Tigers over Union City, a minute four left until halftime, back in 30. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Julie's Jewelry is excited to announce our new Love Glow Diamond Rings. Genuine diamonds with a bit of natural fluorescence that actually glow. Check out our new bumblebee rings, earrings, and pendants starting at only $99. They are beautiful. Or our new birth month flower pendants, only $129. We are thrilled to feature a new collection of snow globes and specialty mugs. Stop in to see everything new at Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 22 for the Hudson Tigers, 7 for the Union City Chargers. A minute four left to play in the first half. Not the way the Chargers wanted to end the first half here. No, that was... uh, They were really hoping to keep the Tigers out of the end zone there. Squip kick is going to be, oh, there are three Chargers converging, and it wound up being catched by Dylan McDonald, who takes a knee. So a minute two left in the first half. Hudson now taking that 22-7 lead. Looks like we're going to have 22 gongs, huh? You getting sick of that gong yet, Murph? (laughs) The cheerleaders are doing a flip for each one. You think they're getting tired of having to exert themselves on this rapidly cooling evening here in Hudson? Well, let's see what the Chargers got. They've got people split left and right. Handoff goes to Riley Laird. And he couldn't find anything on the left side, and he loses yardage. Yep, that's gonna he's gonna lose about uh, two or three yards on that one. I think the Chargers are not gonna be in any rush here to this final 35 seconds of the first half. Remembering, of course, that they have the ball to start the second half. Mm-hmm. No play clocks here at Hudson, but this will probably be the last play of the first half. 20 seconds left to play in the half. And off a goat again goes to Riley Laird. He does give the Chargers the first down as the Tigers look like they were playing uh, prevent there. Yeah, he picked up about 14 yards off the left side, brought it up to midfield. Four seconds, three, counting down. And it's halftime as the buzzer sounds on the scoreboard from here. Thompson Field in Hudson. The Tigers, the defending division eight state champions, leading the Union City Chargers 22-7 in this Division 7 football pre-district contest. Hold the line. The, the Tigers were rushing uh, off of the field, but apparently... Must be Union got a timeout. 
not only did Union City get the timeout, but we might have a, maybe a second or two put back on the clock. So we're going to run, run one more play. Yeah, well, the ball is at midfield. Certainly the uh, Chargers could try a little pass play here before the half. Perhaps a, a Hail Mary, perhaps. Looks like they're saying they want, looks like uh, maybe about three seconds on the clock. I saw three on, uh, uh, that was indicated by the umpire here. Right now they're showing point three. Talking to the Hudson coach. Union City now breaking the huddle. Hudson showing the prevent type defense now, sending people deep. Yeah, three tenths of a second on the clock. Three receivers on the right, one left, just the one running back. That's Riley Laird, Elijah Payne taking the snap out of the shotgun. Certainly worth a try for the Chargers from midfield here. Sure. And three-tenths of a second left to play in the first half. And you, you were ready to go downstairs and get some hot chocolate, too. <laughs> but we got to wait for this one final play here in the first half, which hopefully will be the final play of the first half, barring penalty. Right. Looks like number 17 for Union City, Dakota Stadel is wide right here. Payne going back to pass. Now he chucks it downfield, and it's going to be intercepted. Yeah, and dropped. So incomplete it goes, and that's going to be it for half. 22-7 the score. Hudson leading Union City in this Division 7 pre-district game. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in a minute. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. You shouldn't need an advanced degree to figure out how to pay for one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I want to help you understand all the options you have when paying for an education. Whether you're the first in your family to attend college or planning for a grandchild to build on a legacy that goes back generations, let us work together to take care of your unique financial needs. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. At Edward Jones, we apply that consistent approach to long-term investing. Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis is key to long-term growth. We call this systematic investing. And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of suffering from it. To learn more, call us at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. 
It's halftime here at Thompson Field in Hudson in this Division 7 football pre-district contest. The Union City Chargers trail the Hudson Tigers 22-7. Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Chargers tonight. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title information and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. We'll take this break and be back with this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports from the MHSAA Network and then back here with a scoring summary and some stats. 22-7, to your score. Hudson on top of Union City from here at Thompson Field in Hudson. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. When you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. Be the first to see new listings for sale as they hit the market by going online to caserealtygroup.com and sign up for our homes by email. So when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Service and communication are our top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. Running for titles in the Upper Peninsula? And why is this football team playing that football team in round one? We'll explain. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The football playoffs start this week with 256 teams and 11-player and 32 eight-player teams all qualifying for the postseason. You watch the selection show on Valley Sports Detroit and have studied the pairings on MHSAA.com, but how did those matchups come to be? What goes into placing 288 teams in 10 different divisions? All season long, teams earn playoff points by 1. Beating teams and 2. Having their opponents win games. The system values playing a strong schedule. After 9 games, the 32 teams with the most points in the 8-11 player divisions and the top 16 teams in the 2-8 player divisions all qualify for the field. And then the fun starts. For each division, all teams are placed on a map and drawn into four team districts. 
Sometimes there is an easy, natural grouping. Other times you're choosing which of two teams goes to the UP to play and which might head south a couple hours. Travel considerations and proximity to highways are key factors when placing teams. Once districts are selected, they are paired into regions with two regions on opposite sides of the bracket. Those brackets are double and triple checked and then published online after the selection show. Lastly, what happens if two teams tie for the last spot in a division? If two teams have equal playoff points, the first tiebreaker is head-to-head. If the teams didn't play each other, it goes to opponent's winning percentage. And if that's still tied, it comes down to a good old-fashioned coin flip. That's happened once in 2019. Game balls this week go to Detroit Catholic Central soccer player Drew Pearson. He tallied three goals and a 5-0 win over South Lyon, powering DCC to a district title. Shepard senior runner Ariel Warner, she posted the second fastest time at the Jack Pine Conference Jamboree, helping Shepard to a 13th straight league title. And to Colon wide receiver Justin Wickey, he caught two touchdowns and a 60-14 win over Takansha, setting an eight-player single-season record in the process. He's now at 28 touchdown catches this year. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. You know, cross-country regionals are this weekend, and the top three teams will automatically qualify for the state finals. If a school finishes fourth in the regional meet with four or more runners in the top 20 places and eight or more complete teams finish the race, that school will also qualify a team for the final meet. But what happens if there's a tie between two teams? When there is a tie in team scoring, it shall be resolved by comparing the sixth-place finishers from the tying teams. The team with the best sixth-place finisher shall prevail. If one team does not have a sixth-place finisher, the team with the sixth-place finisher shall prevail. If only five competitors of tying teams finish, the tie shall be resolved by totaling the scores of the first four finishers and the team with the lower score breaking that tie and advancing. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. While football playoffs are just getting started, the Upper Peninsula cross-country champs have been crowned. Starting with the girls, in Division I, Marquette narrowly beat out two-time defending champ Houghton. Hancock repeats as the Division II champs. And Munising is your D3 champ. The Mustangs have now won back-to-back-to-back titles. On the boys' side, Marquette captured its fourth straight title. Painesdale Jeffers repeats as D2 champs. And in Division Three, Stevenson ran first, improving on a runner-up finish from last year. Congratulations to everyone on a great cross-country season in the UP. Next up are the Lower Peninsula Cross-Country Championships from MIS on November 5th. The Boys Soccer Championships are also on November 5th. Two weeks after that are the Volleyball Championships, as well as the Lower Peninsula Girls Swimming and Diving Championships. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week.
Coldwater Electric Motors, also known as CEM Supply, has been owned locally since 1977, and we can't say thank you enough to Branch and surrounding counties for supporting us. This is Sam Griffin. We're so proud of the solid working relationships that we've built with industry, agriculture, contractors, and walk-in customers. If you have not shopped here or it's been a while, check us out. We're real, we're here, and we're local. CEM Supply on Garfield Avenue or online at cemindustrialsupply.com. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hale talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house, increase clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility, and we can design zero-entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHallettHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hallett Homes, always built around family. Meyer has just what we need for Halloween. I'll get you a three-pound bag of Michigan-grown apples for 99 cents. Ah, buy one, get one, 50% off Halloween cosmetics. And 20% off kids' Halloween costumes. I want to sink my teeth into Jack's frozen pizza. Three for ten dollars. Mom, Dad, can we get our groceries now? <laughs> Discover something spooky and get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices, no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. It's great to have neighbors you can trust. You can count on in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report rolling on from here at Thompson Field in Hudson. And uh, so far it's been mostly Tigers, 22-7, to your current score. Let's get your impressions on what we've seen so far in the first uh, 24 minutes of this one. Yeah, Sean, well, it's uh, it's been... Hudson obviously has has been in control with those three touchdowns. Uh, the Chargers have done a pretty good job, really, on the ground against them. It's been the through the air. Um, they have been able to complete a couple of uh, touchdown passes, take advantage of the short field um, on their first drive. Um, the Chargers have been there. I think they're going to have to to go to the air a little more in the second half here. Elijah Payne has has uh, made some nice passes. Um, he's had some time <laughs> to throw and been able to find a couple receivers. The touchdown pass was just a thing of beauty to Rick Austin. Um, but Chargers will get the kick here to start the second half, and uh, I think if they can mix it up a little more, go to the air a bit more here, they can uh, get back in this one with Hudson. Certainly uh, a tough tough team to come back on, no doubt, but uh, we'll see if the Chargers have it in them here in the second half. I want to apologize because, you know, I've been posting or scoring updates to Twitter, but right now there is a uh, Verizon phone network issue that is preventing me from loading our current Twitter timeline right now, so uh, unfortunately I'm not able to give you a complete 
scoring summary, uh, aside from uh, telling you that with a minute 59 left in the first quarter, Hudson got on the board first, a one-yard touchdown run by Brendan Akers. A two-point conversion was good to make it 8-0 Tigers. And then with 9-12 left to play in the second quarter, first play coming after a tip ball passed by Union City's Elijah Payne that was intercepted. Uh, Cannon Mary with an 18-yard touchdown pass to, uh, we were told, Ambrose Horowath, first of his two uh, touchdown scores of the evening. Two-point conversion run was no good to make the score 14-0 at that point. Chargers finally got on the scoreboard thanks to a perfectly thrown 33-yard touchdown pass. Elijah Payne to Rick Austin. And uh, they get the two-point convert, not, not the two-point conversion, the uh, point after kick to make it uh, 14 to seven. Uh, then late in the first half, another Cannon Mary to uh, Ambrose. Uh, actually, it was not Ambrose Horwath. Uh, he caught it, but he dropped it. But uh, second time around, uh, it was to Brennan Marshall. And it was good from 25 yards out. And yeah. uh, they were able to get the two-point conversion run. In fact, it was Cannon Mary running it in to make your score 22 to seven. Yeah, yeah, there was a missed assignment on that one. Uh, tri- Chargers were fortunate to play before when uh, the touch, what looked like a touchdown pass, wasn't completed, hit the ground, and uh, the ball came out. So they got a second chance at it, but the tight end right up the seam and uh, they were able to complete that one pretty easily. So as Coach Counterman said, against a team of this quality, you're going to have to really have your A game and uh, cut down on any mistakes, turnovers. We haven't had a turnover by the Chargers. Well, we did have that tip play. Yeah, that's right. We had the interception. The interception, yeah. yeah. Right. And that led to a a score. And then that missed assignment on the uh, last touchdown before the half. That one hurt as well. Uh, if it couldn't, we could have kept it at 14-7. I think we would have felt really good coming into the halftime. But, uh, but hey, we've got 24 minutes to go here in the second half. Let's see what the Chargers can come up with. They've been a come-from-behind team this year, <clears throat> Sean. We mentioned about in that three-game win streak about the middle of the season. Against uh uh, uh, Reading and Homer and also Addison. Yes, yes. and uh, Had to come up from behind in all three of those games. Yep. Jonesville, they had that 6-0 game. You know, um, this is a step up in competition. There's no doubt about it. They came in here as an underdog. And uh, we're going to have to have everything clicking. But uh, we'll see if they can get back in it here in the second half. They're going to get the kickoff in about two and a half minutes. My unofficial stats, uh, Elijah Payne, uh, four or five passing for 48 yards uh, and uh, one touchdown, one interception. Riley Laird, 12 carries for a net of 35 yards. Owen Jackson, uh, two carries for five. And uh, Rick Austin, four catches totaling 48 yards and, of course, the touchdown. 91 total yards passing for Hudson between Anthony Arredondo and Candon Mary, the quarterback tandem. Easton Strodman, 38 yards on 11 carries. Brendan Akers, 13 yards and a touchdown on 10 carries. Ambrose Horwath, 
66 yards on four receptions and a touchdown. Brennan Marshall had a 25-yard reception, so a total of 91 yards uh, receiving for the Tigers, 58 on the ground. For the Chargers, 48 passing yards, 36 on the ground. As you said, the Chargers will get the ball after this one-minute break, 22-7. They trail the Hudson Tigers. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. You shouldn't need an advanced degree to figure out how to pay for one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I want to help you understand all the options you have when paying for an education. Whether you're the first in your family to attend college or planning for a grandchild to build on a legacy that goes back generations, let us work together to take care of your unique financial needs. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. At Edward Jones, we apply that consistent approach to long-term investing. Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis is key to long-term growth. We call this systematic investing. And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of suffering from it. To learn more, call us at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the end of our broadcast. We'll name a McDonald's player of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. All Things Serenity Yoga and Event Center wishes the Union City Charger football team, coaches, and community a spectacular playoff game tonight. Think of ATS for your next classy event, party, wedding, or shower. If you find yourself in need of a certified holistic whole-body health coach, Thai body work specialist or yoga therapy contact Paula DeYoung join any of the variety of yoga classes offered at the studio from beginner stretch to aerial or hot power all things serenity yoga and event center and act moody farms bringing you coverage of today's division seven football pre-district game from here at Thompson Field in Hudson between the Union City Chargers and the Hudson Tigers that's in addition to our regular sports boosters Union City ball to start the second half, trailing 22-7. Only one player back deep to receive a kickoff for Union City, and he's standing in his 21-yard line. That's because Hudson has been squib kicking every time around, and a flag is thrown as the ball took a hop, and bodies are flying toward the ball. Yeah, Landon Krantz came up with it. It was a high bouncer, (laughs) so we have a flag on the play. Referees are pointing to, apparently, we're going to have to have a re-kick. Okay, so here's the list of uh, football official calls. I didn't see a call being uh, delivered by the head referee. So they're counting off five yards against... The uh, Hudson Tigers. I'm guessing that maybe there was some sort of encroachment or offside yeah, deal. Offsides, yep. One of the kicking team apparently got a little too anxious. <laughs> Trying this just kind of little pop fly kick. And this they do it again, and this time it is caught by Aiden Decker, one of the upmen at the 48, and he gets past midfield to the 49 of the Tigers. Well, a nice short field to work with here because of the penalty and the 
short squid kick. They spot the ball at midfield, actually. We have a score. Our uh, friend from Homer having a rough one there with Lumen Christie. Lumen Christie, 41, Homer, 7. So it looks like half. Lumen Christie will host the winner of this one, huh? Looking very much like that. First and 10 for midfield. Handoff goes to Riley Lair going right side, and he gets about, uh, we'll give him a long six there. Yeah. Jacob running the right side. Fossmore and Grady Olb off that right side, creating some room for Riley Laird. 13 carries already for Riley Laird, and he really hasn't busted anything wide open yet tonight. He had a 14-yard run during the first half. They gave him second, seven, uh, seven, second, and three. But this time he goes backwards as the ball was handed off to him, and Logan Sallow shot the gap and brought him down for a big loss. He did. He got between blockers and just put a hit on Laird. It's going to set up third and eight. Again, kind of forcing Union City into that passing down. Again, unofficially, I've got 38 rushing yards right now for the Chargers, 48 passing yards. Well, this has been a bit of a defensive battle, even though the Tigers are up two scores. Oh, wouldn't you know, they wind up giving it to Riley Laird. He gets up to the 45, a gain of three. Now, if you're head coach Doug Counterman, what do you do in this situation, fourth and short coming up? Yeah, fourth and five. You would think we're going to probably see Payne put it in the air here. <laughs> we had receivers both wide right and left that last play. It's on the far hash. The assistant coaches are Freddie Bradford, Jason Counterman, Tom Custerer, David Wilbur, Darren Austin, and the uh, acting head coach from last year, Randy Widener. Fourth and five, Payne dropping back to pass. Now flushed out of the pocket. Nothing open downfield, and down he goes for a loss of one. Yeah, Elijah Payne that time just had no one to go to. His uh, one receiver wide right was really covered well. The other one fell down as he went out to the formation, so Payne did the only thing he could there. So the Hudson Tigers take over on downs, their first series of the second half. 9.45 left in the third quarter. They lead 22 to seven. Cannon Mary under center. Fake the handoff, going back to pass. Finding his wide open favorite receiver, Ambrose Horwath, but he dropped it past the 30. Boy, he had 10 or 12 yards on any charger. Wide open and just went right through his hands. Nicely thrown ball, too. It's going to set up second and 10. Again, Hudson has been very effective with their passing game. Hand off on the left side. Easton Strodeman giving. Hudson the first down, about a gain of uh, 14. Gets up to the 46 of the Chargers. 
Yeah, they really blocked that one well off to the uh, left side. Colton Russell, Owen Jackson with the stop. <laughs> one of them had the tiger by the uh, tiger shirt. Tiger by the tail. <laughs> by the tail and the shirt. Handoff goes to Strodman. This time he runs right side. First down and more. He's got the blockers. He's pushing chargers out of bounds all over the place. And Hudson thinks he scored. Looks like he might be out at about the two or three. Still a gain of 38. And that puts Strodman at 90 yards rushing unofficially on 13 carries. Yeah, those last two running plays just sprung for big gains. First to the left, then the right side that time. I wonder if he gets the ball this time, Murph. Boy, he, uh, he had clear sailing down that far sideline. First and goal from the four. Oh, well, guess who's got it? Strodman for the touchdown. So with 9.02 to go in the clock's running. Shouldn't be. Yeah, geez. Actually scored at 9.02 or done. But they put the ball back down at the four for whatever reason. Well, that, that's for the extra point, isn't it? They, it was you, already they, signaled touchdown, yeah. yeah they, ran, ran, clock ran from 9.02 down to 8.49 after the score. They put the ball down at the three for the two-point conversion. Cannon Mary under center. Mary runs in the two-point conversion again. And so with 8.49 left to play in the third quarter, Hudson strikes again, leading Union City 30-7. to Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them so you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. It was another squib kick, bounced off of Union City player, was taken and returned by Hudson, up to about the 30, a flag is thrown. We'll check out and see what this flag is all about. You, uh, Union City already trailing 30 to seven and they could be going down by a bit more here. Yeah, I think they're gonna bring it back to where he recovered the ball there. I don't know if they're, <clears throat> so Hudson will have it at the, uh, looks like about the 41. At this point, it's a, it's a situation of uh, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, that was unfortunate uh, for Union City. They couldn't handle that squid kick that time. So it's going to be first and 10. Hudson looks like it's going to be at about the 43-yard line of Union City. 
got an update at the half of the eight-player Division I pre-regional game up at Martin High School. The Clippers leading to Concha 56 to nothing. Yeah, they met up in the first round last year. It was a little little more respectful. I think it was 21-0 I heard last year, but in favor of Martin. First and 10 from the Charger 41. Aaron Dondo back to pass. Looking for a wide open. Horworth! He catches at the 15. He is forced out of bounds at the three. Boy, Hudson totally going for the uh, kill here. Last uh, touchdown, it was a couple long runs. This time right to the air again on the first play. Their passing game has really, really been in uh, strong, strong mode tonight. First and goal from the four. Mary under center. Oh my goodness, the holes were so huge for Easton Strobin to get a second touchdown. Yeah, boy, these last two possessions have been quick scores by the Tigers. So that makes a score 36 to seven. Tigers, 8.31 left to play in the third quarter. Uh, you would think that the Hudson Tigers are gonna go for two again. I guess that was, uh, we talked about it. That was something that uh, they didn't really do in their big showdown against Clinton here last week. Yeah, they only made one of four two point conversions and that was really the difference in the game. <coughs> They're lining up here to go for two. Arredondo back at quarterback. He's in the shotgun, dropping back to pass. And skips off the hands of a diving intended receiver past the goal line. Intended receiver was Brennan Marshall. We'll take this 30 second break before you all get a headache from the gong. 36 to seven Tigers, 831 left in the third quarter. They're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Thompson Field in Hudson where it's been all Tiger so far here in the second half. Hudson increasing a 22-7 halftime lead to 36-7. This time, Union City was able to handle the squib kick. It's taken at the 39. Yep, that's Dylan McDonald, 5'7", sophomore. Got on that one, took a knee. Dylan on the uh, kick-receive team. So the Chargers will take over. 8.30 to go in the third quarter. They're at their own 39-yard line. Now, you heard a score of area interest between two teams from the Lunaway County Athletic Association uh, uh, between Clinton, the league champions at 8-1, and one, against 4-5 and five, Ida. Yeah, it was Ida 17, Clinton 16. Anything can happen in the postseason. 
Oh my goodness. Pass to Rick Austin from Elijah Payne. Skipped off his hands and was darn near intercepted at midfield. Yeah, had, had a lot of juice on that ball and uh, just off Rick's uh, outstretched hand there. So it's going to set up second and 10. Union City, I imagine we're going to see them go to the air quite a bit here in the second half. Hudson with these two quick scores. Right now they trail by 29. Uh, they have to go deep into their playbook. Payne out of the shotgun. They run the counter. Handoff goes to Riley Laird, right side. He gets past midfield. He's still in bounds, still on his feet. Finally brought down at the Tiger 40. Boy, that's an impressive run. I think that might be his longest of the night. Yep, it is, 21 yards. Yep, 21-yard run. As you mentioned, uh, we had the flow going left. Give the ball to Laird coming right and uh, fooled Hudson on that one. Then he broke a couple tackles toward the end of it. First and 10, ball at the Hudson 40-yard line. Payne out of the shotgun, Manson in motion is Owen Jackson. Laird gets the ball left side. Short gain up to the 38. It is now 17 carries for 67 yards unofficially I have for Riley Laird. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Rick Austin and Jeremiah Zare are usually split wide right. One in the slot. Owen Jackson is the wing over on the right side. Laird halfback behind Payne. Now they're split on the left side. The short side. And it goes to Riley Laird. Goes right side. Gets up to the 31-yard line as he dances around Tiger defenders. Yeah, finding his way there. Good short steps. Changing direction, getting what he could. It's going to set up third and two. Austin and Zare split wide right. We'll give him a gain of six. It goes to Laird once again, left side. He stopped shy of the first down marker. Yeah, pretty much no gain there. It's going to set up fourth. And two. Six twenty-five and counting left to play in the third quarter. It is Hudson thirty-six and Union City seven. Owen Jackson coming in with the play. Now they're going to send Laird as a receiver on the left side. Two receivers to the right. Nothing, nothing, and there might have even been a mix-up on the center to quarterback exchange. Yeah, that's that play where the direct hike to Owen Jackson in the backfield they had used earlier successfully. This time, Hudson stacked it up. They lost four, and that's where Hudson takes over on downs. Five fifty-eight to go third quarter. Hudson benefiting from these Two quick drives to start the second half have opened up this 36-7 lead. And they're a score away from invoking the running clock, Murph. 
Clinton's leading Ida, 24-17. Oh, Clinton has retaken the lead over Ida. It's in Division 6, 24-17. Chargers, yeah, do a good job stacking this run up. Getting the handoff was Brendan Akers. No gain for Akers. Hudson uh, has had success in this second half going wide for the most part. They've been able to use their speed to get wide and create some pretty big runs. That time just going up the middle, Union City right there. Gotta like this two quarterback tandem. Candon Mary and Anthony Arandondo are both seniors. Handoff goes to fellow senior Easton Strowman. He breaks free. He's to the 40. He's to the 30. Ankle tackle tripped up past the Charger 25-yard line. Yeah, that time again using this formula they have in the second half, going wide, creating some openings, and got by a Charger about five yards downfield and then took off. 42 yards on that run for Strodman. Oh, they put the ball down at the 20, so I guess we'll give them 44. Yeah, Chargers having trouble with that wide rushing play. Mary hands off. Trying to run the end around was Brendan Akers. Yeah, that time uh, running on the short field. Union City doing a good job there, no gain. A lot of these chargers go both ways. It looks like we, we count about seven. Of course, a lot of these tigers go both ways as well. Right. Handoff again goes to Brennan Marshall. Brendan Akers that time I stand corrected. Brennan, Brendan, one's number 26, one's number 30. Of a gain of five. Yeah, it looks like third and four. Ball is at the 16-yard line of the Chargers. 4.50 left to play in the third quarter. Mary hands off to Strodman. Short gain, very important for down coming up for the Tigers and the Chargers as well. Yep, looks like fourth and two. Fourth down, Tigers. Clock moving. Four and a half minutes left to play in the third quarter. Hudson on top of Union City, 36-7. Arredondo. Handoff. Strowman to the five. And in the end zone. Touchdown, Hudson. And again, Strowman going wide left. And Hudson doing a good job blocking on those plays. Union City having a, a tough time keeping contained on those wide plays. And again, Tigers into the score, 48 to seven. Should with, be 42 to seven, actually. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> got, a, got a few too many up there. There we go, 42. Let's, let's not put the cart before the horse here, guys. <laughs> now the Tigers are trying to make it 44 to seven. Mary under center, handoff goes to Brennan Marshall. He's in for the conversion. 
44 for the Hudson Tigers, 7 for the Union City Chargers, 4-12 left to play in the third quarter. We go under the running clock after this 30-second break. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Unofficially, I have 17 carries for 151 yards and three second half touchdowns for Easton Strodeman, the senior running back for the Hudson Tigers. If we were going to name a McDonald's player of the game for the Tigers, uh, he might be high on top of my list. Boy, they've, uh, they, they've hurt the Chargers both ways, on the ground and in the air. 44-7, a more straightforward kick is caught at the 42-yard line, actually juggled by Landon Krantz. And he's going to be dropped behind the 40-yard line. He caught it at the 42, trying to create some space for himself, but Hudson quickly caught up to him. Yeah, he got through, uh, went left and got by a couple of Tigers, but then uh, couldn't get by that last one, and it'll be first down at their own 41 So they the gave Chargers. Them, they give them uh, whatever forward progress is yeah. there, huh? Yeah, right. <clears throat> So that is a 37-point Hudson Tiger lead. Of course, the 35-point running clock comes into play here. If the Chargers can score here, we would go back to traditional clock rules for the time being. Uh, They run the counter. Late handoff goes to Riley Laird, trying to run on their left side, but Hudson defensively staying home. This is some really good football that we're seeing, especially here in the second half from the Hudson Tigers. Yeah, they were really uh, out to avenge that loss last week to Clinton here on their field. It was kind of a slow start for them in the first half. They let Union City hang around, but they've scored 22 unanswered points here in the second half. Yeah, Union was only down 14-7 with a couple minutes to go in the first half, but... They got that third score. Run up the middle from the to about the 45. Yeah, Owen Jackson. It's going to set up third and five. Looks like four. Third and four. Ball at their own 47. Let's see if the Chargers can pick this up. Of course, Union City lost last week, 15 to nothing, and uh, that crossover championship. Elijah Payne, short drop back, now flushed out of the pocket, chucking it downfield. Pass is broken up at the 35-yard line. He caught it. He did. Yeah. Are you nicely caught? Can't tell, is it six or five? Looks like six. It's yeah. six. For the first time all night, Zare and Austin in this series have split where they're not next to each other. Austin off to the right, 
Now they're, now they're back in their normal formation where they're first, both split right. I was going to say first catch for Zare tonight. Going deep. Double covered, and this time the double team was able to knock the ball away from the intended receiver. Is that Zare again? Really hard to tell from here whether it's six or five. He was double covered, and... Uh, Payne put that ball out there nicely. It was Austin. Yep. But uh, it's going to set up second and 10. 45 seconds now on that running clock in the third quarter. Payne goes left. Ball is caught, breaks away from a Hudson tackler trying to stop him. And a run up to the 11. Boy, that was a great catch. That was, uh, I think it's Austin. Austin and Zare were both wide left there. And again, when they're on the far side of the field, it's really hard to tell. Union City has the ball way down there. They're inside the 10-yard line. That was a 20-yard reception for either Austin or Zara, you sure? You know who was it? I don't know. I don't know as the PA man said, did he? No. Well, we come to the end of the third quarter with Hudson on top of Union City, 44-7. to We'll switch sides and start the fourth quarter in a minute. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot. And we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Here we go. First play of the fourth quarter. First and goal from the 10. For the Union City Chargers, they want to put another score up on the board and stop the running clock for the time being. Payne looking for a receiver in the end zone, and it is broken up. Flag comes out, and it's going to be a pass interference call. Very easy to see from even up here, Murph. Yep, that was... That time we uh, got them split opposite each other. Zare was the intended receiver there, far right. Austin lined up on the left side. We think Austin caught that last pass before the end of the third quarter. Oh, this close to the goal line, the penalty is half the distance, so the ball's put at the five-yard line, and first down will be repeated. repeated. First and goal this time from the five. Well, you were right, Murph. Elijah Payne having to put the ball in the air a little bit more frequently here in the second half. Before we could get the play started, 
official timeout or something. Hmm. Again, we have Austin split left, Zare out to the right in this formation. Referee is talking to Hudson head coach Dan Rogers. <laughs> Rogers saying, why isn't the clock running? <laughs> it, is, it is a discussion point. One of the assistant coaches for Dan Rogers is the athletic director here at Hudson, Jeremy Beal. Mm-hmm. Thanks to him and his staff for his wonderful hospitality here at Thompson Field. Very, uh, very impressed with the uh, staff here at Hudson. Jake Bovee, Lance Patrick, Logan Milligan, Brett Bovee, and JoJo Rodriguez, the other assistant coaches. Okay. Now that we've got that discussion taken care of, first we goal go. from the five. Payne, low snap, handoff, goes to Riley Laird, trying to run right side. Short gain. Yeah, looks like Laird got a yard or two. It's going to set up second and goal. Clock running, 11 minutes, <laughs> 30 seconds left in this one, 44 to 7. Hudson. The guy with the down box hasn't moved, so they gave yeah. him no gain. Yep, looks like second and goal from the five. Payne out of the shotgun, handoff to Laird. And this time he loses a yard. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to the air to get into that end zone. Just the running game really stacked up. Loss of a yard there. Riley Laird, to be fair, he did get his longest run of the night here in the second half, but uh, beyond there, beyond that, uh, just little bursts of four, seven, two, three, minus two as Union City takes a timeout here. Stops the clock with 10.42 left. Hudson on top of Union City, 44 to seven this Division 7 pre-district game. Uh, the winner will more than likely face Lumen Christie as they were handing it to Homer at last report. Boy, that's uh, certainly going to be one of the highlight games next weekend. Jackson, Lumen Christie, and Hudson, both just such strong playoff traditions. Lumen Christie getting <laughs> to go all the way down to Division 7 of recent years. Hudson coming up to Division 7 after winning the state championship in Division 8 last year. You know, Union City coming here to play Hudson, Sean, and Hudson won the state last year when Union City was last here in 2011. Hudson had won the state the previous year then as well. Here comes the Chargers back out now. Coming out of the Union City timeout, here's third and goal from the six. Man set in motion. Payne dropping back to pass. There we go. I think Caught. he found Zare, right? Caught by Zare for the touchdown. Six-yard TD pass. Zare coming across the formation from his right split end. He was open in the end zone. 
Payne got him the ball. Now they're going to decide what to do with the extra point. 44-13, the lead back down to 31 with 10.38 left to play in the fourth quarter. Looks like the Chargers are going to go for two here. They uh, kicked the extra point after their first touchdown. <clears throat> Payne in the shotgun. Man sent in motion is there, but instead the pass is going to go left side. Looking for Austin, it was underthrown. 44-13, Tigers, 10.38 left to play in the fourth quarter. Ten minutes and 38 seconds left in Union City's season, unfortunately, which will end at 7-3. It's not that they necessarily played bad. They just ran into a buzzsaw in the Hudson Tigers. Uh, uh, one of the polls that I saw, one of the final regular season polls, had Hudson the top team in Division 7. Yeah, for good, for good reason. And, uh, <laughs> we've seen that firsthand tonight. Uh, Chargers were right there in the first half. As we mentioned, uh, they were only down 14-7 late in the first half uh, after that beautiful Payne to Austin touchdown pass of 33 yards. But then uh, the Hudson Tigers were able to get that third touchdown in before the half. It was 22-7, and then they really kicked it in gear here early in the third quarter with two quick scores, put the game out of reach at that point. Well, the Chargers are getting ready to kick the ball off, moving from right to left across your radio dial. Squib kick, it's going to be taken at the 45, and the up man takes a knee. Looks like that was Strodman. You know, uh, Sean, Union City had quite a few graduation losses last year, led by uh, Garrett Obe, and, uh, you know, some really... Um, I can't think of the name of the other young man that was a senior that was one of their top players. But I want to say Terrence Jackson Jr. There you go. I think yeah, yeah I think you got it. And <laughs> you know, and those two pretty much carried the load offensively last year. And and as we mentioned, Union City's skill players. It's it's a youth movement. They're a, yep. almost all underclassmen. Yeah. <laughs> On first and ten, run left side for Hudson. You know, the line on both sides, the line that goes both ways, offensively and defensively, are largely seniors. They're going to graduate. Uh, people like uh, Phoenix Elkins, Tyler Wagley, Jacob Fosmore, Grady Obe. But the skill players are certainly going to be back. After that close loss to Centerville in the opener, it was a seven-game win streak for Union City before losing to Napoleon last week. Two straight carries to Beckett McCaskey for two and for one. It'll bring up third and a long seven, a short eight. Got a World Series score from... Coldwater, Houston, one to nothing in the second inning. Back here, the quarterback drops back to pass. It's Arredondo, has a wide open receiver, a juggling catch, and it's hauled in by Brennan Marshall. 
A long pass play on third and long, completed by the Tigers. Ball's gonna be down to, looks like the 18 yard line. A 35 yard completed pass to Marshall from Aaron Dondo. Nine minutes to go. Looks like the Tigers knocking on the door here. Pan and Mary back under center. From the first down, the ball carrier from the Tigers, back at McCaskey. And he was tackled McCaskey by with a gain of two on first down, oh. running off the right tackle. 8.40 to go on the running clock here. Well, we're not quite, well, it's not the running clock running clock because it is a 31-point lead, but the Tigers are trying to invoke the running clock once again. It's a low snap to the quarterback. Run to the right side. Getting the handoff for the Lakers. Stop made by number 53. That's Tyler Wagley. Acres with a Acres with a gain of three. Yep. Gave him four. Thirty-four. Run left side. That's Brennan Acres, and he finds the corner of the end zone for a twelve-yard touchdown. Hudson adds to their total here. Just under the eight-minute mark. Now 50 to 13. Go back to a 37-point lead. And of course, Hudson's going to keep working on that two-point conversion, seeing as how they got burned by their uh, lack of success running two-point conversions last week uh, against Clinton. A six-point loss. Arredondo takes the shotgun snap. It's going to be a handoff to Beckett McCaskey, and it's no good. Boy, there's a nice job there. I think it was Grady Oak with the stop. 50-13, to 13, Hudson on top of Union City. 7.57 left to play. We'll take this 30-second break. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HessKwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. From the WTVB scoreboard, now that we're finally connected back to the internet (laughs) here at Hudson, Fourth quarter, Martin on top of Takancha, 68 to nothing. Oh, it's a live ball as it skipped off the hands of Dylan McDonald as he was going back to try and haul it in. Fortunately, he's able to secure it, and Union City will start this drive from their 31. Got an interesting anecdote about uh, the Martin Clippers. Uh, This year, uh, they've got a really neat uh, helmet. One side has their uh, Martin Clipper logo. The other side has the logo and the name of Martin's uh, athletic teams 
until about 1950, they were the Onion Kings. Onion Kings. The Onion Kings, and it's Onion Kings inside a rather large-looking onion <laughs> on the other side of their football helmets. Well, they're over there, not too far from the Celery Flats. And Low snap. It was actually fumbled by Payne on the attempted handoff to Laird. And, uh, fortunately, Payne was able to fall on it. Yeah, Martin has really had. Uh, the, oh, my goodness, that's a big loss, uh, five. Martin's had a really nice uh, couple of seasons in eight-man, and so has Takancha, but they've unfortunately had to uh, deal with Martin the first game of the playoffs. Two years in a row here. Second and 15, Payne out of the shotgun. Attempting a handoff to Riley Laird. Shy of the 30, and he's still down on the turf. Yeah, Riley Laird has really taken some hard hits tonight. He's still sitting up on the ground there. Staff coming in. Out comes head coach Doug Counterman. 6.42 left tonight. The official timeout does uh, stop the clock. Riley Laird, he's now getting up to his feet. Oh, he's hopping on one leg. Looks like a little bit of an ankle issue. or It's possible it could be the end of his night. It, it is, uh, to be fair, getting a little chilly here in, in Hudson. Boy, Riley, he's got to have, what, at least 20 carries. 22, as a matter of fact, for a total of 73 yards unofficially. And yeah. uh, sure enough, we have dropped down to uh, 44 degrees here in Hudson. He's really... Really had to earn those yards tonight. Some really tough running against a tough defensive team. He'll be back next year for his senior campaign. A lot of these skilled players will be back next year. Payne drops back to pass on third and 13. Had an open receiver, but it is intercepted by Ambrose Horwarth. Fastest player on the Hudson Tigers. Now he's gonna cut it inside. He's got wide open territory. It's possible he could have a pick six, except for the fact that he was brought down at the 15-yard line. Well, Payne let that one go. Boy, he had a long ways downfield, and, and he was looking for Zare. Ball just out of his reach, intercepted, and then a, a long return here. Owen Jackson with the stop. Ambrose Horwath. He's been a secret weapon defensively. I, I think he had both picks. Thorn in the side, no doubt about it. In addition to four long catches. And this team is loaded, trying to make another strong tournament run. Like K.J. Walker in at quarterback. He went under center and... Tucker Miller, uh, check that, had the uh, ball. That is going to be a heck of a game next week between these Hudson Tigers and the Lumen Christie Titans. But do you have an update from that game, incidentally, from your man? Well, last I knew it was 41-7, to so I think she's thinks pretty well in the books. That's a team, of course, from the 
I-8, soon to be the Catholic League. Handoff goes to the second guy. KJ Walker actually faked a handoff, but wound up being a keeper. Grady Obe on the stop. Grady Obe has had quite a few stops tonight in his senior final game. Third and six coming up for the Hudson Tigers. Clock counting down, 4.15 left to play in the game. Hudson will improve to nine and one at the end of the night as the reserves are getting their chance to shine in front of the home fans. Yep. Looks like number 14 for the Chargers, Luke Watson in on that one. Going to get a whole second unit coming in for uh, Hudson. I wonder if they're going to try and kick a field goal. 3.40 to go in tonight's game. Fourth and eight. Well, I, I stand corrected. It's uh, back to the first unit. They want to get this first down here. Anthony Arredondo at quarterback. And the handoff goes to Beckett McCaskey running left side. He's going to be close to the first down marker, Murph. Yeah, they are signaling first down. Now they send second group back in. Interesting that they would send out their uh, first string again to get that first down with three minutes to go and a 50-13 to 13 lead. But it gives the second unit a chance to uh, get on the board because it's now first and goal from the five. Looks like the uh, second group trying to get the play set, shuffling some people in and out here. K.J. Walker is a junior quarterback for the Hudson Tigers. They break the huddle, and then they'll run the play. Not quite sure who had the ball, but uh, didn't go far. Right. 76 for Union City Phoenix Elkins with the stop there. One of the seniors on that line. A guy named Aiden Lipinski had the carry, number 48 on your Tiger roster. 2.05 left to play in this one. It's been all Hudson 50 to 13. Because Lumen Christie has the higher playoff points, even though they had a 6 and 3 record coming into tonight's game. Lumen will host Hudson next Friday. Union City season will end at 7 and 3, but again, a lot of promise as quarterback KJ Walker gets sacked. Yeah, Big loss. 28 in on that, Ryan Zwing. Big loss on the play. It's going to set up third and 16 with a minute 23 to go. I notice that Hudson is uh, taking their time running their plays, breaking their huddles late, and then running the play. Did you see anybody from Lumen Christie here tonight? No, not right off the bat, no. Perhaps scout this game out? I'm sure there, I'm sure there would be. 
Walker with a keeper running left side. Big hole. He's close to the goal line. And we were going uh, third and goal from the 16. It's going to be fourth and goal from the two. They signal the ball ready to play. Uh, I think Hudson might have to run this play here. Fourth and goal from the two. 32 seconds left. Don't think they're going to be too disappointed about that. Out 20 comes, seconds and counting here. Out comes K.J. Walker with a play. 15 seconds now left in the game. They break the huddle. Getting ready to call. I wonder if he was going to call a timeout. Nope. Nope, they're going to run the play. K.J. Walker, I think that was a keeper, and he only gained one. Stopped at the goal line, but it's academic. The game's over, and Hudson is moving on here in the postseason. 50 to 13, the Hudson Tigers. Springboard from that 22-7 halftime lead to a big second half and will move on to face Jackson Boom and Christie next week. Union City will end their season, a very strong season at seven wins and three losses with this uh, playoff defeat here at Hudson. Tigers, meanwhile, improve to 9-1. Post-game wrap coming up in three minutes. You're listening to coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs on WTVB. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage 1RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop Advantage One RV first. Yeah. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Coldwater, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US-12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's 
Mylan's secret. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylan. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylan. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop Advantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Old Water, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US-12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage One RV and auto brokers first. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Well, welcome back to Thompson Field in Hudson. A second half domination for the Tigers. Uh, they took a 27, a 22 to 7 rather, a halftime lead over Union City and uh, wound up making it a 50 to 13 win. Yeah, a couple quick scores to start that second half, and it was just downhill from there for the Chargers. Uh, this is really a fantastic tradition as we've talked about here at Hudson coming off the state championship last year and determined to get another one moving up into Division 7 and uh, boy they looked uh, ever much the part here tonight again we're going to have to assume that Jackson Lumen Christie awaits the uh, Hudson Tigers the last score we had from Lumen's game against Homer uh, 41-6 Titans on top and that was at the half Yep, yep. It's going to be a tremendous game next week. As you mentioned, it'll be at Lumen Christie. Um, boy, that would, that would be a good one to see. Um, to be honest, no thanks. Uh, now that we're done with football, uh, I, I'd much rather stay home and stay warm. And <laughs> World I, Series on, you know. World uh, Series on, and uh, in just a few moments, we're going to start talking about uh, the volleyball postseason. Yeah, yeah, that's on the doorstep. Uh, a lot going on, yeah. We'll quickly wrap this thing up before we completely lose uh, Internet service over here at Hudson. Um. Second half scoring, it was primarily uh, Hudson. We had uh, three touchdown runs from their running back, Easton Strodeman, uh, four, four, and 14 yards. And then uh, toss in another uh, touchdown run from uh, Brennan Marshall. Only score for the Chargers in this quarter came on a six-yard touchdown pass from Elijah Payne to Jeremiah Zare. The only score for the Chargers in the first half, Payne to Rick Austin from 33 yards out. So going over our unofficial stats, Payne finished uh, 7 of 11. Again, this is very unofficial. I probably missed one or two there as uh, I was... uh, uh, banging on my phone, hoping that we were going to get internet again. <laughs> uh, 7 of 11, 96 yards, two touchdowns, a couple of interceptions. Riley Laird led the ground game, 73 yards on 22 carries. 73 very hard-earned yards, uh, I might add. Owen Jackson finished with four carries for five yards, again, unofficially. Elijah Payne. Four carries for a negative 16 yards. He was sacked a couple times. Jeremiah Zare had a two-yard run. Rick Austin, five catches, 68 yards and a touchdown. Jeremiah Zare, uh, two catches, 28 yards. 
and a touchdown. So that was it for Union City. Uh, for Hudson, the two quarterbacks uh, combined, let's see, six. They were very accurate. Uh, uh, six passes completed for 126 yards. And Easton Strodman, 151 yards on 17 carries and three touchdowns. Brennan Akers finished with 35. Then Ambrose Horwath, 109 yards on five catches. Brennan Marshall, two catches for 60 yards. Take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants in the name are McDonald's player or players of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Said McDonald's players of the game. Uh, my nomination is for Elijah Payne, who finished uh, unofficially 7 of 11, 96 yards, two uh, touchdowns, a couple of interceptions. He uh, led the Union City offense tonight, and he was just a sophomore. Yeah, Elijah, you know, they needed to throw a little more in that second half, especially than they would like to, and did a really nice job, uh, <clears throat> the sophomore. And, and you know, the junior, Riley Laird, uh, not a big kid, 5'9", 150 pounds. Boy, he took a lot of uh, punishment running the ball tonight. 22 carries against this tough defense, and uh, plus playing defensive back. So both those young men, uh, a fine job tonight. A great job season-wise by the Chargers as they finish 7-3. and three. They're going to have a lot of people back next year. Congratulations once again to Elijah Peen and Riley Laird, our McDonald's players of the game. 50-13, to 13, the final score. Hudson coming on top over the Union City Chargers. So that puts a wrap on our football coverage. However, we're not done with the fall sports just yet. As I hinted at earlier, the volleyball tournament starts next week. And we'll start off by following the Coldwater Cardinals as they go up to the Division I district. Up at the Portage Northern Igloo, Portage Northern and Portage Central play each other next Tuesday. The winner of that contest will face the Cardinals as Coldwater drew a first round bye. Yeah, we'll be up there, and uh, there'll be a lot of volleyball action statewide next week, and uh, a good time of the season. Coldwater's match against either Portage Northern or Portage Central next Thursday will start at 7, so we're on the air next Thursday. You and I from the Igloo at Portage Northern at 6.45. As always, we hope you can join us. For now, that's the story from Thompson Field in Hudson for Justin Lopshire and for Mike Murphy, Sean Watson, signing off from the home of the Tigers. They beat Union City and the Chargers season in this Division 7 football pre-district contest by a final of 50-13. to Until next Thursday when we start talking the white, gray, and blue ball, the start of the volleyball tournament. Good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Obelia Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram, Branch County Abstract and Title, Case Realty Group, Diana and Jordan Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones, CNO Insurance, CEM Supply, Culey's Jewelry, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, SKWIT PC, Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery, K&B Mechanical, Matt Halen Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Real 
Realty Group, Nottawa Gas Company, Surpro, a branch in South Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.